Julian uh, for agreeing to talk with me tonight. Um, first of all, maybe can you start by telling me a little bit about you and your family? What are you doing and what's happened since you left Garen 15 years ago? So let's see, I, I graduated in 2008. I went to Notre Dame and studied architecture, got my degree. Um, I met my wife there in architecture school, and we were married a couple years after graduation. We lived in D.C. for about five years, both practicing. Wow. And then we moved back to South Bend. In the, we had, uh, had my, my first child was born in 2016. We've had three others since then. We're expecting one more. Oh, wow. Um, so it's been busy, uh, and now uh, my wife Elizabeth, she is home with the younger kids, and I work in an architecture firm in South Bend. Okay, so you're a busy guy. You know, today we're ha- trying to get a little information from some um, Garen alumni about your prayer life and and kind of what that meant for you at Garen, and maybe what um, maybe what parts of that still kind of stick with you today. But I would like to start by maybe just um, if you could tell me about your prayer life growing up. Sure. So um, I went to Catholic school my whole life, starting in kindergarten. So prayer was always an important part of the day. Um, But I wouldn't say that I grew up having a a great prayer devotion we said we said prayers before meals we said prayers before bed we prayed in school we went to mass once a week in school um, and obviously went to mass every sunday but uh, so that was kind of i would say the the extent of my prayer life which is a lot a lot yeah yeah a lot of people but you know less than a lot of people too once you came to Garen, did your prayer life change at all? Did you did you learn any anything more, or did that prayer life deepen at all? Yeah, I had never been to adoration before I went to Garen, um, so that was the first time I had experienced that. And what was that like for you? Uh, you know, it took me a while. I think to I I would the first time I went to adoration. I think I was a freshman in high school and it took a while to really understand what, what it was about, I think. Um, but you know, it, it's, it, it was, uh, something I grew to love. I still try to go to adoration every week and I, that, that started at Garen. So, and the, uh, other prayers, you know, we said the Angelus at Garen, that was a prayer I wasn't familiar with. Um, the Memorare was a prayer that I learned at Garen that really stuck with me and has been one that I, um, that I have used a lot through the years. Can you speak to um, maybe the Angelus a little bit? You you said you learned that at Garen, and that was a meaningful prayer. And uh, what way was that meaningful? Can you think of anything? I guess what I would say is it was uh, the first time that I would really that I was really in the habit of taking time out of the busyness of the day to pray. And that's what I think was the, um, the sort of gift of, of that prayer to me was uh, a pause in the day to get away from the 
all the things that that distract you and to have some prayerful reflection. Yeah. I am sure you are so busy. I know you work as an architect full time. Uh, you have four children and one on the way. How have you been able to, and and your wife, how have you both been able to incorporate um, some of those prayers that you learned at home? I guess we try to devote time each day to, to prayer. Usually it's um, when the family's together, it's more bedtime or in different seasons, like during, during Advent, we pray in the morning and at dinner. Um, and before bed, so multiple times throughout the day to, I guess, refocus ourselves. Um, and and the kids have uh, actually been a huge impact on, mm-hmm. had a huge impact on our prayer life too. They like learning new prayers, and so we'll learn a new prayer together and then incorporate that into our daily prayer. Um, Did they have a favorite prayer? The uh yeah, I think their favorite prayer is probably the guardian angel prayer, but they also like um uh the Saint Michael prayer. They they like that a lot. So. Oh kids do have a way, don't they, of of kind of reminding us of our faith and and um you know, helping us remember that we have to pass that on to and and they just make it all fresh and exciting again. <laughs> yeah, I think they have um they, I think, in some ways, have more profound faith than than adults do. They because they can see things uh, see things more clearly. I've sometimes wondered if, like, people in the past, without all the distractions, lived kind of on a different spiritual plane. And I think that's true for kids that they are closer to to, to Christ in a lot of ways, and it's more real to them. They've had a big impact on me and my faith life. I have to say. Yeah, but so true, so true. Um, it sounds like that daily prayer you grew up with, you've kind of been able to pass down to your kids and um, prayers before meals and, and bedtime and just those times you're able to get together and um, yeah. spend time as a family when, when you know, you're just busy and, and um, that's really important. Has was there any kind of connection between prayer and, and your decision to become an architect? Or I feel like uh, God always has a hand in those in in all of those decisions. Yeah, I I I have no doubt that uh, God played a role in my becoming <laughs> an architect. Although <laughs> sometimes I think it was uh, behind the scenes. <laughs> um, I also think that you know. The architecture I offer it to God. It's something that I, but it's something that I do. I think I have a vocation, vocations beyond being an architect. I think everyone has a vocation, um, just being called to to holiness, to grow close to Christ. So, um, and my vocation as a father. So, I think uh, in those respects, uh, prayer has had a very large impact. Um, being an architect, I never prayed directly about being an architect, but, um, but unquestionably, you know, God was there. So 
when, you know, some of us maybe have times where we struggle with prayer and I, and I don't know that that's the case for you, but um, if there ever was a time where you felt a little distant or, or you felt like you were struggling for prayer, was, mm-hmm. was there anything you did or anything that um, was helpful? Um, for me, when I feel like I'm struggling with prayer, I like to, um, uh, I like to read about lives of the saints or other, um, Christian devotionals. I think, um, uh, imitation of Christ has, um, been really useful to me. I think introduction to the devout life. So when I'm struggling with prayer or, you know, feel like I don't want to pray, um, I can find inspiration in the in the writings and the lives and deeds of the saints. Is there any advice you have for parents who are trying to raise their kids in the faith? I think um, kids, I think, have in an innate capacity for faith. So I think just... Uh, ways to foster that they love tradition mm-hmm. and they love special things. So you can incorporate, um, you know, things from the liturgical calendar into your prayer life, special novenas or um, special prayers for whatever season you're in. Uh, I think kids are, are kids are drawn to that. They like that. And um, I also think, being the example for your kids, just showing them, trying actively to to love Christ and to show them how you do that uh, helps helps them because they're you know imitative creatures. So um, they learn by watching and they learn by seeing how you uh, behave. Julian, I do not want to keep you, um, but we appreciate so much you taking some time out of your schedule to talk with us a little bit about your faith and um, the prayers that you said and, and also the prayers you share with your children. Thank you. Thank you very much.